Hello there, and welcome along to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent, and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashams in South Africa and Stuart Weir in the UK. Well, today we focus on Cameroon, who are one of Africa's all-time footballing giants, but have become a disappointing side. But after an impressive start to their 2015 Nations Cup qualifying campaign, are better times ahead? Maybe. Also, we have an interview with Nigeria and Hull City striker Shoni Aluko, who tells us what it's like to be back in the Super Eagles squad and gives us his views on the shock home defeat to Congo. In a, in a, in the long run, I think it might be a good thing. You know, everyone now is very focused and thinking that okay, we have to really make sure we prepare well, know about the other team, do our own business well. You know, start the games well, and I think we'll be okay.、Um, So that's coming later, but first, congratulations to listeners in the Gambia as the two-year suspension from the Confederation of African Football from all of its competitions has been lifted. The ban came for deliberately falsifying players' ages, and it's been lifted following the Gambia Football Federation's elections, which satisfied CAF as they were well conducted. So the Gambia didn't get to play in the qualifiers for the 2015 Nations Cup, but they will be back for all upcoming qualifiers at all age group levels. Levels. Now the next round of qualifiers for the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations are on in a week's time, and one side that's off to a flying start is Cameroon. The Indomitable Lions were the first African team ever to reach the quarterfinals of the World Cup back in 1990, and they won the Nations Cup four times, most recently in 2002. But they have become a disappointing side. Cameroon were the first team to be eliminated from this year's World Cup, and they failed to qualify for the last two editions of the Nations Cup finals. But they've started their 2015 Nations Cup qualifying campaign with impressive wins over DR Congo 2-0 away and Ivory Coast 4-1 at home. So are the good times coming back for Cameroon? Well, Planet Sport Football Africa's Adrian Barnard spoke to our correspondent in Cameroon, Silas Ngong, and asked him what the reaction's been in Cameroon to the national team's recent wins. It's a long time that Cameroon has not been able to score、um, those many goals in just two matches. So,、uh, like every Cameroonian, I'm very excited, and the Cameroonians as well are very happy and、um, are putting up、um, all their support. To the team and、uh, to see that the team、um, just makes every Cameroonian proud and happy because that's the only political party that every Cameroonian is in. So, what do you think has brought about this change in fortunes? Because the Cameroon lost all three games in the World Cup, and now you've won these first two games in the qualifiers very well. So, what's brought about the change in fortunes? Do you think? I actually commend the courage of this. New coach、uh, Volker Pinker, who、um, took upon himself to put、uh, aside some of the stars in the team to actually have a team and not stars. I think that the environment in the inside of the team actually changed because he brought in players,、uh, some of them very new that had never played at that level. Some of them were coming back after a very long time. You know, I think that the authorities of Cameroon have actually understood that、um, the change of coaches all the time and within very short intervals of time was not a good idea. And in spite of the fact that、um, the team had a very bad performance at the World Cup, 
they decided to keep the same coach. And I think that that was very, very strategic because if they would have, you know, called in a new coach, that coach would still have called the old players, the old stars. And when it's a game of stars, you know, the team actually suffers. That's our correspondent in Cameroon, Silas and Gong, saying there that two main factors there, the Football Federation's decision not to fire coach Volker Finker after the World Cup, plus some big changes to the team personnel. Well, Solomon, what do you think? Are the good times back for Cameroon? Well, Steve, I think if you look at the first two games that they played already, uh, that is a strong indication for me of a Cameroonian team that is uh, gradually getting back to his glory days. And I feel it's a, it's a dawn of a new era for Cameroonian football. We might just see uh, a great and different Cameroon in 2015 in Morocco. If we go back to uh, 2000, 2002, when Cameroon uh, last won the Nations Cup, uh, those two editions, at that time, uh, Cameroon and Nigeria were very much the two big guns of African football. But uh, a lot has changed since then, hasn't it, Solomon? There's, there's a lot of other big players now in African football. So do you think Cameroon can ever get back to that sort of standing as one of Africa's definite top two teams? I feel Cameroon has uh, what it takes. Uh, if you look at it from a player's perspective, talent, undoubtedly Cameroon is not short of talent. Uh, it depends on you know how they get the talents together, put them together so they can play together. And, and also Cameroon has been facing a lot of problems administratively uh, in the last couple of years, which was what Samuel Eto got himself into uh, trouble a couple of times when he was suspended and a couple of other players. If they can really sort out their their boardroom and and the football association can really sort out uh, all the political part of it and the politics and all that then the coach and the players would really get a good conducive environment to really thrive so we can see again Cameroon that we know back in the in the 2000s uh, back in in 1990 during the World Cup and the same Cameroon that really went out there and uh, the Cameroon of Roger Mila, Kanabiyik, uh, uh, Cyril Makanaki, you know Samuel Eto'o we need to really go back and see that they have the talents you know so we hope to, uh, to see and, and just believe that Cameroon uh, is going to go back and, you know, and being one of the top uh, three uh, football nations in Africa again. Well, thanks a lot, Solomon. And you can tell us what you think on WhatsApp and on our Facebook page. Can Cameroon return to their glory days? Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page. That's Planet Sport Football Africa. And that's all one word. Now, last week, we asked what you think about the Confederation of African Football giving three consecutive editions of the Nations Cup to West Africa. Cameroon will host in 2019, Ivory Coast in 2021 and Guinea in 2023. Well, Justin Callon in the Gambia says, wow, that's good news for West Africa and we deserved it. But as Saidu says, I can't believe CAF can give three editions in a row to West Africa. Please think again, CAF. Well, this week, tell us, do you think the good times are coming back for Cameroon? Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Well, now to our interview with Hull City's Nigerian striker Shoni Aluko, who was recalled to the Super Eagles after a two-year absence. Aluko was a late substitute in Nigeria's nil-nil away draw in South Africa. And he spoke to Oluwashina Okaleji about the national team and life at Hull City in England. And first he spoke about how it feels to be back with the Super Eagles. feels very good. Uh, very proud to be back in the team. Very honoured you know, for the coach to call me back and to be 
involved in, you know, a, a somewhat successful team after African Nations, World Cup. Yeah, it's good to be back. I feel good. The last time you were here, you played, you were playing for Glasgow Rangers in the Scottish League. And now you're here, you're in the Premier League and everything is happening. The fans are talking. Tell me, what's, what's the setup like now? What's the difference you've seen since you've returned now? Um, yeah, of course, the different players. That's that's uh, the main thing. You know, there's been a change of personnel. The teams since since I came from that time, they had like I said, a bit, they had quite a lot of success. Won African Nations, qualified for World Cup, got out to the group at World Cup. You know, people said you know they, they didn't do well at World Cup. Me, I thought it was it was okay performance. Um, but the the core Nigerian team spirit is still there. You know, the jokes and the brotherhood is still there. So uh, some things never change. So it's uh, good to be back. Now, Nigeria lost against Congo. You didn't play that game. You guys really, really have a mountain to climb now. The first time Nigeria will lose a game at home in 33 years, it must really be shattering. Of course. You know, me, I'm only 25, so I've, I've never known it. <laughs> Nigeria to lose a game at home is almost you know, a, a given that we'll get a result. But that's, that's football for you, especially these days. No international team is easy. You know, even you know, Congo came and upset, upset the whole country, and they played well. It's not even that they just stole three goals. They actually played well, so that is, it was a wake-up call. To everybody, from France to the top of the NFF, that this, you know, attitude of just Nigeria when we turn up, we'll get a result at home. It won't happen anymore. So, um, in the, in the, in the long run, I think it might be a good thing. You know, everyone now is very focused and thinking that okay, we have to really make sure we prepare well, know about the other team, do our own business well. You know, start the games well, and I think we'll be okay. Um, there are too many of your fans on social media always calling for your inclusion. They should, hey, Andy McCullough and all of that. I mean, some of them appear satisfied now. You must be getting messages of, I mean... Yeah, everyone's happy. People are happy for me that I'm back in the team. It, like I said, for me, it's good to be back. So people are seeing me playing in Premier League, you know, FA Cup final. And say, ah, you know, they should, they should give me a chance in Super Eagles. So, you know, I've just been working hard. It's not something I really focus on when I'm away from, away from the Super Eagles to get back in the team, but it's... You know, it's a it's a byproduct of success. If you do well for your club, hopefully you'll get noticed. So this is just a, you know, it's, it's good to be back. It gives you confidence. And all City now, I mean, you guys went on a shopping spray. Like, as a player, good for the team, obviously, but it also makes your job tougher, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it was very funny, you know. I left, it was, I was flying out to Lagos, and in that flight between London and Lagos, we signed three players. So that shows you how, how busy we were that day. Um, for me personally, I've always wanted you know, the best players to play in your team. It improves the standard, improves the quality. Um, it means you most likely win more games. And competition for places is, is very good. It's, it's, it's a healthy competition. So I'm not against us signing any players. I'll always be confident that wherever we sign, I'll be able to get in the team. And that's if not, then you don't. But um, I'm not going to run away from that challenge. I'm happy to, to stay in Holland, you know, fight for my place. You must really also be enjoying the African Tigers union that you have there. You have El Amadi, you have yourself, you have Sagbo and all of that. I mean, how is it going down there? Yeah, it's good. We now have uh, Diame as well. So he just, he just beat uh, El Mohamed's Egypt, Egyptian team. So there will be a lot of banter there. We have a nice African corner now in the change room. So maybe it will continue to grow. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good fun. You know, in our team, we have a lot of Irish players. We have a lot of Scottish players. So there's a few nationalities. Um, that will, I'm sure there will be a lot of banter between us. That's Nigeria and Hull City striker Shoni Aluko speaking to Oluwashina Okaleji. And Nigeria continue their campaign in the Africa Cup of Nations at next weekend in the qualifiers. Now joining me on the line is Stuart Weir from the UK, our European football expert. So Aluko playing for Hull City, Stuart. We didn't know much about them a few years ago, but they're a club who've made their presence felt in the English Premier League. You have to start with Hull as the city. Um, it's not that big. It's only a quarter of a million people. Um, I'm told it's the 51st 
largest city in the UK. They're one of those teams which probably struggle to stay in the Premiership and their greatest ambition is just to survive. I mean, they're currently 16th. Last year they finished 16th and, of course, 17 survived. So they're pretty much uh, near the trap door. Um, They've been in the Premiership since... uh, 2013. They were in it previously, but were relegated in 2010. So it's a kind of an up and down. Um, Their great achievement was last year when they reached the FA Cup final against Arsenal and sensationally were 2-0 up in eight minutes. But then sadly, class told and Arsenal won the game 3-2. Their manager is Steve Bruce. Um, You may remember him, the old Manchester United captain under Alex Ferguson in the early days of, of of their successes. But, you know, Hull are certainly one of those teams which seem to punch above their weight. Um, and, uh, you know, it's nice to see a small team without a billionaire owner and without a big population, you know, managing to cut it in the premiership. Uh, and, of course, the fact that they have had on their books this year four African players um, gives us some added interest. This year, there's, uh, as well as Sony, there's Mohamed Diami from Senegal and Ahmed El Mohamedi of, of Egypt. And also Yannick Sagbo of Ivory Coast, um, although he hasn't figured this year and has decided to go on loan to Wolverhampton Wanderers, one division down in the championship, where I suppose he'll have more chance of playing week by week. But yeah, they, they certainly seem to, to like their African players. And, uh, you know, the, the ones we've mentioned have all been key players for them. You know, because they're not a team that can go out and spend 15 million uh, on a world class player. And they really have to look for players, develop them. Uh, and, of course, the great thing about African players is that uh, because there are so many different African countries, um, m- many of them have quite a lot of international experience, which is great that they can bring that in, into a premiership club, which, as I say, cannot afford to go out and buy players from Barcelona or Inter Milan. Well, thanks a lot, Stuart, and we'll see what this season holds for Hull City and its contingent of African players. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Planet Sport Football Africa. Do get in touch on our Facebook page and WhatsApp as we ask, can Cameroon return to their glory days? Are the good times back for the indomitable Lions? Uh, Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. From me, Steve Vickers, thanks a lot for being with us. You can find us online at planetsport.tv and Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.